I'm Nick Filardi. I'm Jason Thielbar. Welcome to the world's second finest. We're talking Batman the Animated Series, but specifically the comics. We're doing one comic each episode, and we're starting with The Batman Adventures, issue one. It came out alongside Detective Comics uh, 652, which featured a Huntress story about busting up some thieves who have diplomatic immunity. It was also on stands with Batman 485 that came out in August, which featured a Black Mask story about Black Mask trying to get revenge on the Waynes for propping up his company that was failing. I don't. It's very, it's very stupid. Just, just um, corporate, corporate bureaucracy, you know, everything you want in a Batman story, right? Exactly. You know, like it's shot through with the the excited nature of paperwork. It's it's very very weird reading old Batman stuff for me because like. So much of the new stuff is like, this is going to be, you know, like Batman, like uh, War on Jokes and Riddles, like stuff like that. It's like such a huge scope. And then when I was reading these Batman stories, it's like, oh, Black Mask has got a extra tough thug that Batman has to beat. And he's like, this guy's pretty quick. I don't know if I can do it. And then he just does it. You know, he's just like, oh, I just punched him hard. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's totally an error. I think that's like an error thing, which I think will will probably end up being a theme the more we talk about these kinds of books. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, I think I think another common theme we'll probably hit on a lot in a book like this is the uh, and something that I thought about a lot um, in, in rereading this stuff is that there is a craftsman like quality to a lot of it and it made me think of like when you hear people talk about um i love the it's always sunny podcast you know yeah and when they talk about their process but like they're constantly bringing up like the crews you know they're like oh who directed this episode was it jerry was it was it tom right yeah this sounds like a tom episode and like but they're talking about the like the uh the the workman like um attitude towards it because they're like a, a show like it's always sunny doesn't demand like a whole lot of like sweeping different angles, but the people, but they have a tight schedule and like, you right. got to have people who know what they're doing. And it's that like line of um, editorial is like, they want to, obviously they want to make the story good, but also they're like, you know, this is a Batman book and we want it to sell and yeah. it has to like have this broad appeal because it's a freaking sure. Batman book. We can't just like, it's like the editor's probably like, Hey, we love Grant, Grant Morrison. We love you, but you're not right for Batman adventures. So (laughs) they actually, they talked about like how to put the, how they put the book together in the actual floppy and like the letter section, but we can get into that in a second. The other thing that I want to talk about was not only the bat books that were on the shelf at the time, which in, in my humble opinion were actually worse than the book that we read, the Batman adventures issue one. Was this pre or post no man's land? This is pre pre this is, we're like actually just before um, Nightfall, Night's Quest, Night's End, where really? Bane broke his back and Asriel yeah. took the mantle of the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're like, we're way far back. This is October 1992. So oh, I should have checked those dates. I wasn't even reading comics at this time. Like I, you were reading comics before I was, but yeah, I, yeah. I hadn't, I hadn't even been to a, into a shop. Um, the animated series have been on for about a month, but because of the way that they were making the episodes for Batman, the animated series at the time, they were like, I don't know if they still do this with children's cartoons, but they made 60 episodes for the first season. Right. And then 20 of them came out in a month, one third <laughs> in one whole month. Like I was like, I was like, when we started doing this, I was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch all the Batman. I'm going to get like totally up to date so that all the fiction is right in my head. Right. Like mm-hmm. we're going to, if we're going to deep dive into Batman, the animated series books, it has to like complement the show. Yeah. And you wanted error specific like right, references right. you might've forgotten. And right, yeah, right. Yeah. So I sat down and I was like, Oh my God, this is so, so many episodes. And I had seen like, <laughs> I had seen them before. And a lot of them were like burned in my brain, but there was one where like the Joker, some, some guy road rage cuts off the Joker. And then the Joker <laughs> makes like 
a basically a point to just like mess with this dude like he's like i'm gonna call on you for a favor and the guy's like trying to hide from the joker and it becomes like a hobby for him to fuck with this guy which was a great episode like like a like a like a bugs bunny thing yeah right you just can't you can't get rid of him and he's doing ever crazier and crazier things yeah so there's like these smaller episodes that i don't necessarily remember like i didn't really remember that one but like feet of clay where they introduce Clayface. oh that one's it's a banger like it's so good like people around our age who experienced the animated series when it you know first came out and like then barely ever touched comic books since then still talk about the effect that the mr freeze introduction episode had on them as like a 10 year old oh yeah man like devastated like Oh my god, like right. why yeah. am I feeling like this? Yeah. The animated series really distilled these characters not only in a way that was like easy to like onboard into the Batman universe, but also in a way where they were like, okay, we're gonna get rid of all the bullshit and just like here is the core essence of like Mr. Freeze is sad, and that's the thing. He is in mourning, basically. <laughs> and like that's the thing that we're gonna push. Yeah, it's a uh, it's really good. But out of those twenty episodes, um, the issue that we're talking about, uh, the Batman Adventures issue one, features Penguin. So I was like, okay, is there any Penguin episodes in these first twenty episodes? And there is one single episode. It's called "I've Got Batman in My Basement." <laughs> that sounds like something you'd find on Ao3. It's slash. <laughs> <laughs> This episode, Jason, I it's about it has. okay. Batman is in it. The penguin is in it. It's the first time you see the penguin, but it is not about either of those those characters. It is (laughs) it is really about a like little kid who's like wants to be a private detective and he's got his friend down the street who's this girl and then they have two bullies and it's about like like they kind of stumble into not the bullies that the detective duo kind of like stumbles into Batman trying to foil this penguin heist. And they like, they like penguin gets the drop on Batman gases him. They pull Batman out of there into the Batmobile. And so it's, it's these kids driving the Batmobile and penguins on the roof, like hanging for his life and their goons are getting chucked everywhere. It's like, it's very, it's very sweet. And it's also very stupid. <laughs> I do miss a, I do miss a, um, a power fantasy for children. You know, like that's like a very knowledgeable, yeah, like we, we, yeah, we know what little kids are watching this. You know, what would be really fun to figure out a way to get a boy and a girl to drive the Batmobile. So a little boy and a girl watching this can be like, Whoa, right. maybe I can drive right. the Batmobile and save Batman. Like, you know, give, give them something to do yeah. when they were playing with action figures or just with their friends right. or whatever. So there's not a whole lot of penguin stuff in the episode. He's kind of just there to be like, tossed around and then right at the very end they managed to resuscitate batman and batman like you know saves everybody and and, you know punches penguin and like that's it that's how it resolves uh well yeah you win by you win by punching yeah you win by punching (laughs) of course that was basically all the penguin stuff uh he's kind of abusive to like his thugs like a little bit verbally but more so in the book that we read, he's like real intense. Do you want to yeah. uh, recap the issue? Yeah, yeah. So um, the issue uh, begins with uh, Penguin's big score. With uh, I love uh, I love how it's broken up into acts. You have Act One, Charm School Dropout. I was really surprised that it's like straight acts like i yeah so all of these all of these issues are self-contained first of all so this is like a self-contained penguin story and it was broken into acts which i was kind of curious about like the how the structure of this thing was going to be um and i was like oh 
immediately we have like intense structure and we should uh before we jump into the uh recap we should talk about who who did everything so kelly oh, yeah. puckett is the writer ty templeton is the penciler uh rick burchett is the inker rick taylor's colorist and tim harkins is on letters uh scott peterson is the editor of this issue so uh yeah tell us yeah. tell us what happened well, uh, there's a there's a beautiful uh, splash page, you know, of you know first issue of, uh, Batman book. So you just have Batman diving in on a criminal who's pulling a gun, which you know that's never gonna classic. Yeah, never gonna turn out well for the for the criminal. But then it's a, it's a great transition because when you turn the page, it's just it's a guy watching Batman do that, you know. Which I just yeah. thought, I'm just like that's just like a really fun like. Yeah, he's watching TV, some like serialization of Batman in the world of Batman. Yeah, we begin in, in Penguin's lair, which is just seems to be a big empty room with a long table. Mm-hmm. He's having a banquet with the henchmen, you know. Sure, like you do. Yeah, yeah. And he's just trying to prove like how uh, how smart he is, you know, playing play, playing a game because he needs to because Penguin's insecure. Right. And that's, yeah. I feel like that's the whole core. Like we were talking about the core of like Mr. Freeze's grief. Penguin is just insecurity up and down the line. Like yeah. he, he abuses the thugs in the episode. Uh, I've got Batman in my basement, but like in this one, he's like really laying into them as, as like, I am your, your moral superior. Cause they're playing like a word game or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's so it's so funny to me the like it's something that I enjoy about these kinds of more simplistic stories and I think there's probably I, I know all of these Batman stories anyway the book and the animated series kind of harken back to like a sort of like a golden age the golden age era of comic books where like you know it's like well why are the henchmen scared of Penguin like they're all bigger than him and he's not like he doesn't he's not like super strong why and it's just like well because he's the Penguin that's it don't worry about. It. You, you know? Don't worry about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, don't, we don't need to. We don't need to establish that he's like friggin' Walter White or something. Like, just no, he's the panther. Right. That's it. That's they. I mean, they push back. They push back a little because, like, what, they're like, uh, you know, Penguin's trying to teach them vocabulary terms, and he's like, you know, what's the what's the word of the day? And one of them's like rapid, and he's like, great, that means with haste. And then, uh, what was what's the word that one of them? comes through with it's like a medical term it's ridiculous oh our our arterial sclerosis is probably how it's pronounced you know something like that right because like, it's a, like a sclerosis is like a uh, it's like a muscle thing that's why like they refer yeah to like, you know that yeah but yeah i think like this a, i think it has to do with high blood pressure i was like looking it up I'm not sure, but like, and of course, like Penguin's like, oh yeah, I know what that word means. And he's, he gets it wrong. He's like, yeah, <laughs> but he's like bullying everybody about it basically. Yeah. Everybody else is like, uh, Hey, uh, <laughs> Hey, don't, don't correct Penguin. You know, they're like, he's sensitive, which is also right. funny to me. Cause they're, but they're doing that like, well, with an earshot of him you know it's like that that whole trope of on tv shows where like two characters step one foot away from another character and like hatch like a secret plan you know like it's right 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 it's just like he can see he can see you like you know patronizing him like a foot away the the great the great thing about this is too is like it sets up this like codependent dynamic where like (laughs) penguin needs the thugs to like to like feel better about himself and the thugs are like look just give it to him like we we need him for the masterminding of the criminal element just let him have this you know Uh, oh yeah yeah If, if you want to like I, I can sometimes uh, I've waffled back and forth on like whether how much fun I should have over analyzing things, you know, sure. And and in this book specifically, like I've thought a lot about like just the uh, and I think it's because I know it's because I'm too online, but it's uh, sometimes people can be overly critical of like YA fiction, for example. You know, they're like, sure. You know, what does the Hunger Games say about capitalism? I'm like, I don't know, probably like a little bit, but not as much as you think, because like the author like wrote it specifically for like a younger audience that like, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of boil nuance out of it because it's for the specific audience. And just like a book is like this, this, is this a lead up to tell me that like, maybe I'm looking too much into the dynamic between the thugs and the penguin. 
Oh, no, no. This is a lead up to say I've gone even further than that and saying oh, that. No. And, oh, and, no. and, and in saying that in this uh, analysis, you can look at the penguin as being uh, the way that society kind of is right now with social media, because we are all screaming from a stage for strangers to validate us. You're saying at this point, we've all become the penguin. <laughs> exactly. This, this, this podcast is a vanity project. We've become the penguin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From the jump, like from the jump, from the jump, we are all yeah. penguins. <laughs> what, what, what did I have written down my notes? I had, um, yeah, that uh, that Kelly Puckett and Ty Templeton did not make this book with the idea that a 41 year old guy 20 years in the future <laughs> will try to get all like critical theory with it. Like, just because I'm no, insecure like, about not seeming smart, you know, which is like, what, like, <laughs> you know. like still, at the same time, fun. like Kelly, Kelly Puckett's like doing some cool stuff within like a couple oh. of pages here. Like, this is only like the first three or four pages and he only has so much runway. Like he only has oh, yeah. 20 pages in the book to like make a Batman story. And he's like, I'm going to spend the first three of them just like on character. And I will say that. In the uh, Detective Comics books that I read and the uh, Batman book I read, there's like not a whole lot of that. There's there's a little bit with Huntress in the um, Batman book when mm-hmm. they're taking down the the uh, thieves who have diplomatic immunity, but like <laughs> it's basically just like Batman punching stuff for yeah. here's the, here's the bad guy they're being bad here's Batman he swoops in and punches them. And like, that's really all those books have going on, which is why when we sat, when we sat down and uh, did this, I was like, Oh, this is a, this is a juicy boy. There's, there's some, there's some stuff in here. Oh, there definitely is. Yeah. No, I was, I was just joking in the sense that like, you know, I I just don't think it's like that deep. You know, I think that the um, it's, it's deeper than it seems, but not as deep as you want it. Uh, Well, yeah. Or not as deep as like, you know, you could get with like, I don't know, me pretending to be a grad student, you, you know, sure, like, sure. you can get yeah, real yeah, off the yeah. deep end with it. We no, can go real right. off the deep end. Penguin is uh, <laughs> fighting with his, belittling his goons, and then a package shows up. And uh, what's in that package, Jason? Well, it's a uh, television, and there's a mystery sure. man on the TV. Yeah, you know? and it's not just a television. What did they, what did they call it? It was like... It knew interactive TV unit. Oh, that's that active right. Active means that that they can talk to each other. So it's yeah. it's basically FaceTime in yeah. in 1992 with yeah, a television that takes up like a whole room, basically. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and surely must weigh hundreds of pounds, like easily. Yeah, yeah. Surely, if this technology exists, it's going to be room sized. Yeah, at, totally, at all times. I, I totally, I totally <laughs> forgot about the interactive nature of it, and and now I'm yeah. reminded of. Um, I absolutely love the uh, the Batman animated series style of uh, super old yet modern. You know? Yeah, they stick to this like ambiguous tech stuff that the the animated series kind of set up, where it's like, is this a 1930s tech? Is it modern tech? Because like. Bruce's computer does a lot of like modern stuff, uh, yeah. but it looks like it's from, you know, 1945, you yeah. know? Yeah. Just giant light up buttons everywhere. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A ticker yeah. tape coming out of it, you know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And now we come up though to one of my favorite, um, honestly, one of my favorite single pages in the entire issue. And I think it just really shows off like just how how good of a storyteller is Ty Templeton? Like my God. Oh yeah. Crushes it through this issue. And just so, and it's so tight and crisp and his, and I always really appreciate how hard it is to draw because it's something I struggle with drawing. And one of the many things I need to deliberately practice better is um, facial expressions, you know? Sure. And just like how, how well, just a really good facial expression can sell a thing. Like on this page, it's just the, they open up the, like you said, the aforementioned interactive television and Mm. there's a mysterious silhouette there. I mean, it's pretty obvious who the silhouette is, but. So real quick, when the silhouette popped up, I was like, Oh, Raish is in this. And I was (laughs) like, Oh, 
Oh no, I got it. I got it real wrong. <laughs> same, same kind of hair. Same in silhouette. Yeah. Same kind of hair. Yeah. yeah, that that'd be that'd be a pretty. Uh, that would have been a pretty like courageous poll for a first issue. Yeah. You know, so, for, for like, let's talk about that for a second. Like, this is a this is a first issue of a kids comic book, and and they're like, okay, we're gonna do a first issue. It's Batman. Uh, who are we gonna put in it? Batman's clear arch rival, the Penguin. It's like <laughs> it's it's so weird that they put Penguin on the cover. Like they could have really easily like just lobbed one over home plate, like fastball special, just like straight up Batman fighting the Joker, like punching each other in the head, you know. And yeah. they they did not do that. However, by putting Batman on the television in the beginning of the book, they're like, no, no, no. I, it's got Batman in it. Like, just just hang on. We're gonna we're gonna be here with the penguin for a while, but we're gonna get to Batman. Yeah. And then the lights click on on this television it, from wherever it's broadcasting from. And and who is it? It's the Joker. There he is. Of course, of course, there he is. There he is. There he is. And there and there's that great and the great sequence is like when his his cover is blown because everyone's like so confused as to who this is. And yeah. uh, the the whatever set wherever the Joker is, he was shrouded in darkness. And then someone turned on the lights, and there's only uh, five total panels on this page. And this is like again, like Ty Templeton is just such a, and it's it honestly made me kind of chuckle out loud. The sequence of <laughs> we've been talking so far how this is like a kids book, you know. Yeah, but the, right. the sequence of how the Joker's mad and he just immediately <laughs> shoots someone who's off screen, yeah. like off screen, right? And then gets back to business, and it's such a funny sequence because Templeton's so good. It's such a great snappy, like the pacing yeah. makes the joke, and it's such a great sort of injection of like, oh shit, the Joker just kill a man in this kid's book. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What happened there? And then the last yeah. panel where like Joker's like, look, I got, I got a plan. I got a heist penguin. Are you in? And like, at first penguins like, no. And he's like, he's like, sees that it's the Joker. And he's like, I'm listening. And that last panel of like penguin kind of leaning in and he's like, you know, hard shadows on him, on, on his face. And he's like, I'm listening. And it's like, Oh, you know, you know, what's going down. Like yeah. it's such a it, that whole page is excellent. All the characterization on that page is so good. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, this is this is what I was and, like. Th- this to me was like a shining example of what I meant by like the, the craftsmanship of it. You know, sure. So so penguins in on the plan. Yep. Joker's pulling the strings. What happens next? Yep, and then uh, just uh, again these like great like uh, just sort of smash cut like I guess may- maybe smash cuts being too like uncharitable because of how hard the, the the scene is shifted but it's actually done uh kind of seamlessly albeit like yeah pretty, absolutely pretty quickly but it's just uh the the very next page the first panel is you know first gotham bank it's a bank so you're like you're getting very quickly you're like all right well joker's right. plan is something to do yeah with yeah yeah more than like we don't need to see bank. any setup we don't need to see anything like there they yeah. are in the bank robbing it i'm on board yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't need like a, a Ocean's Eleven style like getting the crew sure, together. Bit. Sure. Like you know, you yeah, know, Penguin, yeah. Peng, Penguin already has his henchmen and they're they're going and right. uh, and then just uh, immediately and again just like a really well done uh, broke broke panel Batman crashing through the window. You know, just yeah. Great, I, great first action. time we see Batman and it's like real batman not the not the stuff we saw on the television earlier in the in the first page but like actual batman he's crashing through the window so classic so good exactly what you want in a first issue so so batman's on the scene he's on the he's on the scene for the bank robbery what happens yeah well but then and, and again a great a great bit of uh, editing is you, you turn the page and everyone's gone you know everyone's gone like the the previous page is Penguin and the henchman, and then suddenly you're like, Batman's coming through, and you realize Batman's there afterwards, and he finds a security guard tied up, and then there's, there's there's just that great, you know, he's like, oh, who did this? Oh, I didn't know, and Batman then just suddenly is off for there's there's just like another great, like you were saying, like oh, it's the first issue, so like here's Batman, and I think we're probably getting quite a few here's Batman shots. There's a 
he's just suddenly smash cut swinging through the air yeah i gotta say this this page is the first time we see batman on a whole page and uh Ty Templeton just crushed it. That first panel where he's like, he's landing and he's he's got movement with the cape. You can like feel him moving around in that space on that static image. It's so good. And then yeah, it's so fluid. Uh, on that third panel on that page, Batman's like turning on the light light switch and comforting the guard at the same time. And like that is not an easy thing to draw. I don't know what the script looked like, but like <laughs> that that is something. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such an economy. Like we were able to spend three pages with the, with the penguin, like talking about, you know, ridiculing the guards and like, you know, the, the whole setup, because we did this bank robbery in two pages. Like it was like in and out, you know, and we know because that Batman showed up late, the goons got away, they have the money. And they even said too, they got the thing for Joker as well for their friend. You know, so yeah. we know that Joker's plans in motion, Penguin's getting a cash grab, and then Batman can't do anything quite yet. Like, like the skill it takes between, like you were just saying, like there's a great point between these two pages and how much story they told in two right. pages is and just not a slight to the other Batman books on, that were on the shelf. You know, like everybody's doing whatever they can to make the most interesting book they can. But like those those pages, like the Huntress story and the Black Mask story, both ran in two issues. They had forty pages, and I it feels like they told less story in those forty pages than we got in twenty pages in this Batman Adventures issue one, because of stuff like this. Like they're like, okay, we've set up the Penguin, we've set up him being a dingus. Like and and feeling insecure, and they're like, we set up the bank robbery. Batman's on the case. We're five pages in, and it's like boom, boom, boom. Like this is all you need. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also the um, the um, it's like you were saying about uh, Templeton's uh, panel of Batman landing. Like, like you're yeah. right. Like that that flute. Like that pose that shows um that great kind of motion that that swiftness and so yeah. you're and so you're, you're you're there like the way he's just slightly crouched like shows you that he's still in mid getting back up after right. crashing through the window you know which yeah. is, it just works so it, it just would have been too jarring if it was like the la- final panel of the last page of like he's crashing through a window and the first panel of the next page he's just like standing straight up like right. opening the door to the janitor's closet, it would have just like broken uh, right. the, the, the great action that, that just happened. You know? Yeah. Ty, Ty Templeton, like just crushing at this issue. Um, so we get into uh, act two after this, the penguin is riding his success. It's it. We're now eight pages in and the penguin has uh, what, where is the penguin after he gets everything he wants? What does he do? He, he goes on the equivalent of what I think is a Gotham's version of the Today Show. Like a, like a <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly like what he does. Morning talk show for mostly wine moms, I, you know. Yeah, right, I, which I guess is the demographic that the Penguin's trying to appeal to. I mean, when you think about it, like, yeah, like the Penguin. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Okay, we've we've started the podcast being like we're all penguin, and now you're like we're all penguin, and therefore we are also all wine mom. Yeah, yeah. It it just gives me you know it just gives me that kind of vibe. But it is a great like uh, speaking yet again to the craftsmanship. I'm sorry, someone hit me in the head if I say craftsmanship too many times. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're going to be saying like how well crafted things are uh, about on this podcast often. It's good. It feels like from just from the get go, like it feels like, oh, we're setting a tone of like well-crafted stories. It's like it's like watching a gymnast. Like, I don't know anything about gymnastics. Like I watch it like around the Olympics, like everybody else does. And it's but when you watch it, you're like, holy crap. Like, yeah, yeah. Even someone who doesn't like metal or anything, you're just like, that's insanely difficult. And like, I I feel like it's like this where it's like the it, it is just once you look at it for more than like five seconds you get to be like oh oh wow this is yeah 
you know, this so, is really well done. So we have Penguin trying to appeal to the wine moms and, <laughs> and on set, the, the host of the, of the today show, the Gotham city today show is yeah, stars on parade stars on parade. They're talking about, she's like, some say penguin that, you know, you're a ruffian and you've like, you know, you're still a criminal, but you're not this reformed person. And like, it only takes just like a mention of penguins past for him to be like, who the fuck said that? I will kill them. Like <laughs> he's like so composed, and then he's like fucking haters. I'm, I'm I will crush every hater underneath my foot, you know, because he's insecure. He's in, he's like this terrible, terrible, insecure guy. Yeah, he's he's just that like that great like expression of dumb insecurity. You know, it's exactly. like that thing. Where, where you get to be an adult and like for the most part, like most people know, like if they start going to the gym again or whatever, you know that like no one else is g- really going to be looking at you. Sure. But your insecurity takes over and you're just like, oh, that big muscly guy hitting the weights must think I'm a, like, I'm a, just a real wuss and that I can't, it's just like, right, he's right, right. About you. He's, he's, yeah. he's worried about his form. Like penguin is that voice in your in your head he's the embodiment of that voice being like who's yeah. who's talking about me I'll, I'll kill them you know like yeah 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 <laughs> I'll, I'll prove i'll prove to you how much i don't care bruce catches penguins on television he's hanging out in the back cave with alfred yeah. uh a surprisingly, and, I will say, uh, uh, a surprisingly detailed uh, backgrounds for this Batcave. Oh yeah, Batcave looks fantastic. Uh, yeah. It looks a lot like the show. Um, yeah, and yeah. I, I will say, uh, I had read in the previous Batman issues in the Huntress story, uh, the artist draws the Batmobile, and it looks like he's trying to sell a bubbly toy car. And it does not look like a Batmobile. It doesn't even look like a car. It's like so <laughs> far off the mark. It's, but I mean, like, it's so far off the mark that it's like, you can clearly tell that he got a note that's like, make the Batmobile look like this toy we're putting out. Um, and then in this, there's like a little Batmobile in the background and it is the Batman animated series Batmobile that like everybody loves, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, they got to get away with that in, in this because it's right, of course, the, the animated series like yeah, tie they're pulling it, so. they're pulling from better source material. Yeah, yeah. You got you got Bruce Tim to be like, no, 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 no. Don't don't you dare. We should make it look like a car. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is, is yeah. what Bruce is saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's a it's a surprisingly detailed, and you get a little uh, conversation with Alfred. I liked the yep, yep. The, the the yin and yang of Bruce and Alfred is always sure. No Robin yet. Good. No, no, no Robin yet. And and they kind of like go back and forth, and they um, give you a big lore dump about basically what the Penguins actually doing, which is yeah, which is his plan is steal money from rich people, right, and then use <laughs> yeah. it to bolster his own success within rich people circle. Yeah, Dude, I, I I fucking love it. I love it so I, much. It's like transparent too, because it's like, it like, does he think he's going to show up and be greeted by the people he robbed with a like hug and a like? But he kind of no, does. No, he does. But like, what, what's crazy to me is that the more I thought about this, all right, right, the okay. more. I thought about two stories I had become recently obsessed with over the past few years that are just like sure. fascinating stories to me. So like at first, my first reaction to, you know, Penguin's plan of buying his way into high society by sure uh, by stealing giving, from high society and then giving the money yeah. away from charitable auctions. Yeah. Or at least, yeah, at least some of the money away to charitable yeah. auctions uh, reminded me of like two stories. I, I encourage everyone to look into them because uh, they're just fascinating, but the excuse me, the the story of um, Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos, and how despite uh, many well-respected uh, biologists and microbiologists telling everyone who gave her billions of dollars, and I mean billions of dollars, into being like this tech doesn't exist, 
Yeah. Yeah, like there, yeah. There were like people being like, it's literally physically impossible what she's stating. And these rich people were like, no, it's not. I just gave her, I gave her I gave her a hundred million dollars because I'm a billionaire and and, and money's meaningless to me. And sure. so there's that story, and then there's a story of I forget her name, but it was this there was this German girl who had, I think they're making a movie about it. She Anna Delvey. Are you talking about Anna Delvey's like I, hustle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I was I, I read that I forgot where I first read the article, but I like I like slow clapped because she just it's that con man's confidence of i mean no confidence man it's that con man's confidence of just like no no i'm rich yeah but you haven't paid this bill for your fancy hotel in six months yeah but i'm still i'm rich though i mean so don't worry about it yeah so don't worry about it and and i think that like like that part i was like it it kind of grew on me where i'm like oh now that i know like just how like abjectly stupid rich people are like i don't even like, <laughs> like they are like i don't care that Jason, you went you're gonna so- you're gonna <laughs> alienate every potential like patreon subscriber that we could ever have right now we got to catch these whales jason and we can't do it if we're cracking down on them <laughs> listen they're, they're they're little pain piggies they love it all right all right so Penguin Penguin decides that he's going to just give the money away and buy his way into rich society. So yeah. there's a – and I thought this was – I mean because we're reading this in 2022 um, and it's a policeman's ball. And like <laughs> I remember in 1992 not thinking twice about like the police of Gotham, you know. Yeah. And especially yeah. like you, you – the only one who seems like – shady is they make Bullock to be as shady as possible in in the Batman animated series like he's like yeah. a cop that would that hates Batman and would just do anything to like get a collar kind of violent you know like a typical like corrupt like kind of cop yeah. like not corrupt in that he's still a cop and he cares about being a cop but he will bend the rules to get his way yeah um yeah yeah like he's not he's not so he's for, for the time, he was the acceptable dirty cop in, right, in big quotes. Right. And I, I think that that's what they were trying to do with the Gotham police in general. But reading it now in 2022, where it's like, oh, the Penguin's just like giving money to cops. It's like it has a, it hits different. It hits like yeah. he's trying to buy his way out of like, the gaze of the police almost yeah yeah it, it is really part and the whole the whole sequence too which honestly i kind of forgot about till you 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 prompted me for the timeline but just this wonderful little two-page um i mean and again the whole economy of what how much they're doing with how little right. space and just this two-page spread of batman talking to alfred i'm, I'm pretty sure i figured out what penguin did and alfred talking it through them. And then like the last page of last panel of the, the two page uh, explainer is Bruce giving a sly smile, holding a cup of tea. Yeah. You, you know, from, from just like a great angle. Like it's just really, again, he's, just, like, just, he's like, yeah, don't yeah. cancel my invitation. I'm going to show up to that charity event that penguins at. He's like, I, I figured it out and I'm going to do something. And yeah. you, you get so you get to the charity event, and it looks like Penguin's gonna like essentially win the charity, quote unquote. He's he's the best at charity by giving away all this money, and he, there's nobody to compete with him because he stole all the money from the other rich people. And 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 that kind of is a pretty good like. I'm honestly, I would be it's really such a good gag. To, well, and I'd be really interested to know how much of an actual sly social commentary that was supposed to be on the part of the writer of like, yeah. here are all these rich people congratulating themselves for being so good at being rich. You, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just like patently re- re- ridiculous. Like Commissioner Gordon is like, I can't give Penguin a plaque, but they're like, you have to, he's, he's, he's won the, the police auction charity thing, you know? And yeah, then, which you, which you apparently win by giving away the most money. Yeah, yeah. So you get a plaque for it. Um, yeah. And so they 
Penguin's like getting up to 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 be like, oh yes, thank you. I'm the penguin, and I uh, rich society loves me. And then Bruce Wayne swoops in and gives two million dollars to the police. And the whole time, the whole time, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, they just gave so much money to the police from this like <laughs> weird petty feud and like Mm -hmm. the police in gotham are like so corrupt i'm like where this is like so off the rails you know like it could have been it could have been a charity for like you know uh soup kitchen or something like that like some some actual charitable work to like help the poor of gotham and instead it's like we need to we need to make sure that the police are more well funded and it's in 92 i can understand them doing that because yeah. in the '90s there were no problems, basically. <laughs> oh yeah, the problems were, were no problems at yeah. all in the '90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the problems didn't uh, start until uh, like six years ago or something, as far as yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that that is obviously a joke, by the way. There was a lot of problems <laughs> in the '90s. However, I feel like '90s society like was in this place of like, well, if we don't see it, then it's not a problem. That's yeah. that's the kind of joke that I'm making. Like we were we were inventing, you know, Scully and Mulder were chasing after aliens because we didn't have any real problems to chase after in the '90s, um, when yeah. we should, probably should have been handling some some stuff. Anyway, yeah. the point is, <laughs> yeah, that like Bruce comes in, steals Penguin's thunder, and Penguin is pissed. <laughs> he's like he's like I'm gonna hit Bruce Wayne because he's the only one I haven't hit. And uh, I'm gonna make him pay for this. Yeah. Well, but my my whole question though, and which I, I again, I'll 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 allow that this is me reading too much into it. But like Bruce just swoops in all of a sudden. It's like you don't suddenly become like um, the NBA champion in like game eight because there is no game <laughs> eight. You know what I mean? It's like the buzzer ends. And right. that team is – it's like at what point does the buzzer end for this award? Jason, are you trying to say that this award <laughs> is a total sham? Are you trying to yeah. say that? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm and picking up that know, vibe. And as we know, in America, charities are never a scam. Mm. Never, ever. They never cause any problems yeah. ever. Yeah. Oh Sharon's man! Always- yeah, this is this is why this issue is so meaty because it's like, it's like not only do you have this Robin Hood of steal from the rich and then give back to the rich for your own social gain, but you also yeah. have like Bruce and Penguin competing in a world where they're making things harder for themselves. <laughs> like it's a, it's a well-funded police force does not help Batman. And a well-funded no. police force does not help the penguin either. So it's like, I don't know what we've lost the thread guys. Like, yeah. come on, come on. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, the, the, the real reason why there was like at the, the policeman's benefit is they wanted to throw commissioner Gordon in there. I mean, that's right, like, right, really, right. like, just, like, I was expecting conceit, a little like, bit of, little bit of Montoya, a little bit of Bullock, but none of that, none of that came to fruition. Just, just commissioner Gordon, which is great. I'll take commissioner. Yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Well, this is the, like, you know, um, cause it's not quite a spinoff. This is the, all your friends are here. Yeah. Right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. penguin decides he's going to, he's going to hit a Wayne industries. Yeah. You know? And act, Act three. Yeah, now. we're in we're Runs in act, act three. We're fifteen pages in. I so we got love, we got about seven more pages to wrap this thing up. Yeah. And I love I mean, and just again, I love his like um these like splash pages, these like these yeah. these setups for an entire and it's so cool too because it's just like, okay, I'm gonna give you what this building looks like. Here's what the background I'm not gonna draw yeah, <laughs> after right. this. So yeah. I'm establishing keep, this is the keep this space. in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna just mentally keep it there as we go forward. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is really cool. But my deadline is very very tight. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, yeah. He's he draws this beautiful uh, like entrance way into like an office building that is yeah. uh, kind of Art Deco-y, like fits with the Batman era. It does a killer job at it. Um. So the penguin goes into the basement to try to find the safe, which is like such a fucking like goon <laughs> plan. Because well, of like old timey, it's the old timey. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so he goes, he goes down there. 
the lights click yeah. off. You and who should show up? Who should show up? Yeah. The Batman. The Batman. He's down there. Yeah. He's down there to foil it. There's a great couple panels where the lights go off, and then you see like the group of the gang as they're like holding flashlights and Batman's legs are coming down. Yeah. And he's jumped into the middle of them. And, and he's like, they're like, who turned off the lights? And then Batman's like, maybe it's Batman. <laughs> and he's, and the, the goons like, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> of, of course it is. Of course yeah, it's he's, Batman. he's fucking with them. Like oh. he's like, you guys do not understand. Like a couple of thugs in the penguin is so below my like punching weight that like, I'm yeah. just good. I'm just here to have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, this is a, this is a, just keep me, this is to keep me honest, you know? Right. Right. Make, yeah. Make sure I don't lose my edge. I'll, you know, I'll, sure. I'll join you guys. So yeah. he does. And there's not a lot of direct confrontation in the, in the last couple of pages. Like there's not a ton of like Batman knocking teeth out. It's more just him being like stealthy, like the goons split yeah. up. The, some of the goons find another pair of goons already tied up. You don't even know what Batman did to them. You know, like yeah, it's just, it's just, Batman's, just there. Batman's there and he's taking care of it. Like you don't yeah. need anything more than that. Yeah. Um, he takes out a couple of more thugs. Uh, Ty is, is crushing it with uh, all the action. Like it looks oh, so yeah. good. Well, and just um, and how, and how big, how big Batman is, you know, yeah. just the, the short, like, just like, He's just a solid – it's like, yeah, that's like my favorite kind of like – you know, Batman's a linebacker. He's a big guy. Yeah, right. You know? Totally. Like, and they, and it's perfect. He nails it. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can so yeah, you really feel the weight. You can feel the weight yeah. of it, which on, is so on, hard to do. On everybody. Like even the goons yeah. and everything, like there's uh, – they're, they're trying to get to the vault. It's behind this door one of the one of the goons needs to unlock it and then like another one is like standing by and the the goon kind of like hides below this catwalk so like yeah i guess the goon is like hanging on the catwalk batman walks past him the goon pops up and he's like oh i got you now you know like i've i've got the drop on him but like you never get the drop on batman you never do no. So he no. just like batterings the gun away and the goon's like all right i'm going to i'm going to get him with this pipe and then Batman just slams his head into the fucking door. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's at that point. I think even if I was a kid reading this, it's like at that point where I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I've been overly confident and aggressive before in my life, but I don't know if like there was like a figure like of the Batman. If I had a pipe, like I in recent years I've started watching the fighting, like boxing and, and MMA stuff, and yeah. like. Some of the top – like if an MMA heavyweight champion was in front of me, I don't think me suddenly with a lead pipe would with give pipe. me that much confidence that I would want to even try to attack. I would run and hope that I can be faster than him. You know, it would be my – Yeah, know, right. Like, exactly. What, what am I going to – it's like – no, but I, I mean, guess yeah, but like, I guess like there's enough loyalty to the penguin and enough yeah, of a payoff, maybe like that they're like we got to see it through. Like I got to shoot my shot. Like yeah, the hen- the henchman code, I guess. Yeah, the henchman code. There you go. Yeah. So so Batman just full on concusses this guy into a steel oh, yeah. door, and in, uh, and in such a great swift movement. You know, like again, right, just yeah. Like, singing the yeah, praises Ty Ty just like yeah. crushing it yeah the the guy swings and then batman pushes him into the door you, he's you could tell he's off balance like all yeah. the art is so good um yeah and uh batman eventually confronts the penguin in the vault he's like you know Ask why'd you I do it, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd you do it? And he's, he's, you know, he's like, I'm sticking it to the rich. You know, I want to be one of them and I'm sticking it to them at the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, uh, even, even gets a little bat boy in there. And, uh, yep. and, and I will say, I, I do love the, um, the why gone all gone after he explains why he did it. And then he has the realization yeah. that it's all gone. He just, yeah, he has this temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just like, yeah, Penguin, like, because <laughs> he's not—he's not, he's not going to fight the Batman by himself in like no. a close space. Like, it's not going to go well for the. So he's just like realizes it's over, and yeah. just wants to whine about it. And Batman just lets him, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and we we uh, 
we get the final panel of the Joker having some sort of blueprint or scroll or something that yeah, was stolen for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you you get this like cool cliffhanger at the end to tie you into the next issue. Um, yeah, what do you think? I thought it was a great uh, issue. Yeah, I did too. Like again, like I just I just kept on going back to uh, to the 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 workman like quality of it. Like to me, that's I, I I'm when I say workman like quality, that's like a to me I I I mean it as like a super high compliment. You know? Yeah. Um, right. Like, like I was talking uh, the other night with, uh, I ran into our old friend, Matt Covey, you know, uh, shout out to Matt Covey, if you ever listen to this. And we were in uh, our friend, Matthew Covey is a drummer. He's a very talented drummer, but also he's, you know, someone who works at it every single day. And he was talking about how he's always struggled whenever he has to practice playing the double bass, that he can either play it kind of slow or super, super fast. And the thing he struggles with is that mid tier. He's like, it's just so hard to hit that. And and he brought up and we were talking about it. And he's like, yeah, man, he's like, that's the craft of it. Like, that's the craft of like being like a musician. Like, this is the craft of being a comic book artist is that you're working with and it's working with everyone, too. It's, you know, it's the, the writer, you know, from the writer on down to the letterer and editor and like, it's that, it, as you know, it's that team effort that, right. that makes the book. And when you have a team of people where everyone is just like, this is like a team of like all like high draft picks. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, just getting it done. I was going to say, uh, we read this on the uh, DC Universe app. And yeah. the app does not have uh, the letters page, but I have the, the physical in the back and the letters column because oh, it's the first... Because it's the first issue, it doesn't have any any letters or anything like that. But it does have the editor talking about like how they pieced it together. And there's this great uh, piece where they um, in the DC Bat office at the time in the early '90s, before the show had started to air, they got the episode on leather wings shipped to the uh, shipped to the offices, and oh, so. Nice. He's got he's he's talking about how um, Dick Giordano, Denny O'Neill, Paul Levitz, uh, and him were were sitting around watching this episode and being like, "Holy God! Like we have we have something here." And then he talks about um, how he like they want to put together a bat book for this cartoon. And they're like, they're like, how do we, how do we end up doing it? How do we divide up the the work schedule? Because the the episode was so impressive, and so he was an assistant editor at the time and got this editing gig because basically they had at the time Batman and Detective plus a Robin short plus Shadow of the Bat was about to launch, which was like going to be a new Batman title. Oh uh, yeah. God, when they had like six, yeah. Back when you, if you had a, if you were a popular title, you had at least six ongoing. So there were, there were four Bat books coming out basically. And then additional like second tier stuff, like Catwoman was coming out at the time. Um, and then some uh, sh- one shots were coming out and they were like, we just can't take on this this book and they're they're like talking to each other and uh they describe a scene where everybody kind of turns and looks at scott peterson like so uh you gonna you gonna edit this thing and he took it on and he talked about in the in there about like putting together the team because he was like you know if we get a big name it's gonna be like that person's style you know, and he was like, I yeah. want to have it close to the original cartoon, but I don't want to make, I don't want to dictate it looking like the cartoon. So he settled yeah. on, on Ty Templeton because he's like, and he told Ty, he was like, look, you know, like do what you do. Like if you want to bend it towards the cartoon, that's great. But I would rather just have a good comic book. And yeah. uh, he also talked about how, uh, Kelly Puckett, the writer, um, he gave him six issues. So we know 
that this oh, wow. this thing goes for a, a long, long time. This goes 36 issues in the first run, and then it gets rebooted a couple of times as the show reboots. Uh, but yeah, they were thinking six issues, and they they planned the first three out. So I think that this Joker story is going to wrap up in some way within the first three. Mm. But uh, I'm not sure exactly how, and we'll we'll kind of have to keep keep going with it. Uh, yeah. But I thought that was a neat little like look into the creative process, and I, I also thought it was funny because at the time we're in 1992, and comic coloring has not come a long way. Um, <laughs> So they talk about Scott talks about how he's like very careful picking Kelly Puckett, very careful picking Ty Templeton. And then they're like, and also we got a letterer and a colorist. (laughs) It's like kind of this afterthought. And but one of the cool little details of it is that the colorist was actually working there at D.C., like in the bullpen. So, wow, that's that's old school stuff right there. Right. Like apparently production at DC at this time was like, there was still a little bit of creativity in the bullpen, not just like laying stuff out, but like this guy was a colorist and he was like laying it out. So I thought that was like yeah. a neat little piece of comic book history about the craft. Well, yeah. yeah. That just, that just reminds me of like, now I'm just, you know, it just makes me recall all these stories that I heard about. God, I haven't thought about uh, comic book bullpens in ages. Yeah, everybody's you know? everybody's just freelanced work from home. The bullpen really these days only just, uh, as far as I know, uh, only really just puts the books together. I don't think they really make a lot of uh, edits and stuff like that anymore, unless it's like a real like dire emergency (laughs) like like the book's gonna go out we can't find the colorist we need to just like touch up this one thing like the bullpen might do something like that yeah 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 that's man i I miss letters pages i miss letters i just want to end it with that batman aside you want to go hit the two read pile yeah oh yeah It's, it's always it's always bigger than uh my stomach (laughs) All right, let's hit it. What are you reading these days? I am currently reading um, a a King Cat collection called Map of My Heart that that I bought from that uh, beautiful, wonderful, drawn and quarterly Oh yeah, uh, we deep both discount warehouse sale. Yeah, we both hit that warehouse sale. I think we're going to be talking about oh, yeah. drawn and quarterly books <laughs> in this back half for a little while. <laughs> oh yeah, well, because because like, and, and and I had to be a parent to myself because I started going a little nuts, and then I said, no, I said, now Jason, a hundred dollars at fifty to seventy percent off is a lot of books. That's also yeah, right. like I set myself a limit of about a hundred bucks because I very yeah, easily yeah. like gotten a, a truck full but i'm reading a map of my heart which is a collection of um of a king cat comic books i don't know if you ever read king cat no it's what been, is it uh john porcelino or i hope i'm pronouncing it um his name right he's been doing he's been self-publishing king cat comics as a mini comic for like mm-hmm. i think close to 30 years at this point um nice he, he used to run this mini comic distro called spit and a half i don't know if they're still going um, hmm. but it's just, it's a lot of auto bio stuff. There's some, uh, he gets really into uh, Buddhism and it's just, it's really beautiful, uh, simplistic drawings and he's just been doing it forever. And he's such a, like, I don't know, like when you, when you talk about simplicity, you, know, you want to talk yeah. about like beautiful, simplistic and, and like deceptively again, like you and me personally talk about the deceptive simplicity of well, someone like Ty Templeton's art, because someone sees that right. and goes, oh, that's really easy to draw. It's like, oh, no, that's like the hardest thing to draw. Right. Yeah, he's he's that leg is two lines and you got to get both of them right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what I've been. I've been reading uh, that King nice. Cat collection. And uh, I'll just hit on real quick. I had just finished um, another from the Drawn and Quarterly pile, uh, Sabrina, which was just really good. Uh that's really deep. I could, I could go on for that about for forever, but then just to, just to make it tighter, uh, 
I did just for funsies. I had bought the most recent collection of this comic book called Money Shot that has a oh, great. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with uh, Tim Seeley's book, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, so fun and silly and like. Yeah. They, they, they never shy away from like, oh, can I make a dumb joke with dildos? Yes, I'm going to make it. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's such a great read. So, so let me get this straight. You're like drawn in quarterly highbrow <laughs> and also I'm reading money shot <laughs> oh, all day, all day. That's the, beauty, that's the beauty of comic books. I get, I get Batman in there. I get, yeah, I get yeah, yeah. The Wits books. I was, I, I was some, curious if you yeah. were going to, if you were still drawn in quarterly deep diving or if you were starting to get into the uh, DC infinite app, because Holy God, man, you can go down that rabbit hole of just like endless Batman, basically. Is, um, is, is that what, I, I've been thinking about it. I was, I was kind of browsing before. There's some, so I just, I, I like added some stuff that I've been meaning to read for a while. The Greg Smallwood human target stuff like looks fantastic. They have oh. like up to four or five issues on there right now. Um, and then I was uh, going to start reading shadow of the bat again, because the artist who did the first, I think, three issues was like a Batman regular through the 80s. And I, I realized that my Batman knowledge kind of starts in the 90s. And I kind of wanted to check mm. out some of the older stories, see if there, anything was good, you know, like whatever. So I wanted to get into that. Haven't gotten into that yet, but I started deep diving on the drawn and quarterly pile that i have um yeah what you got what you got uh read the first two volumes of kataro uh the birth of kataro and kataro meets oh gosh a giant japanese name uh <laughs> nurahion nurahion something like that uh who's a like weird looking human being that kind of he's a yokai which is a japanese spirit but he can kind mm-hmm. of pass for human uh, and he causes a lot of problems for Kataru. Kataru, this is a manga, by the way, that was made in the 60s and 70s. Uh, it's by uh, Shigeru uh, Mitsuki. Um, it is translated by a buddy of mine, Zach Davis, uh, translated these for Drawn and Quarterly. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's a uh, it's about this little kid who's a yokai spirit and his dad, who's a, a, an eyeball that like follows him around. And then uh, a buddy of his, who's also a yokai, who's, who's like a like homeless guy who's always very greedy, but he's a, he's a, a spirit. So he's always like kind of getting in himself into like some bad stuff that like uh, Katara is like having to, to kind of bail him out of. And that's kind of the mm-hmm. premise is like, the yokai cause mischief for the uh, people of the world and Kataru like handles it basically. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly for kids. Like there's, you know, mazes and stuff and like, there's like an activity book in the back of the books, but it's <laughs> kind of, it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of fun. Uh, you don't really have to think about too much. There's not anything like super juicy in there, but like, it's just a good time and I don't know anything about yokai. So like, it's kind of a nice education and in the back of the books, they'll be like, okay, here's all the spirits that were featured in this issue, in this collection and like where they come from and why they, why they exist and when they were created, if they can like nail that stuff down, which is all cool stuff. I don't know. It's neat. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that kind of stuff is, is great. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, wow. That just reminds me of uh, I, I haven't read it yet, but just because they're literally right in front of me, I had just gotten my books from uh, from the last uh, Iron Circus. Um, oh yeah, you picked up some of that stuff, huh? Yeah, and it's all folklore stuff that I can't uh, I can't wait to get into. I mean, I will wait to get into it because the, the D and Q pile is pretty yeah, big, the pile but, is high. The two read pile is um, high. Uh, yeah. I, I actually picked up that Native American one. Uh, I think it was uh, the bottom one in your stack that you were just showing. Yeah, yeah, the woman, yeah, the woman in the woods. Yeah, when I yeah when I backed that, the tier that I backed was uh, the previous two uh, anthologies that they did for uh, nice. One was uh, African 
uh, folk stories, and then the other is uh, a more yeah uh, Asian, just generally Asian uh, folk stories. Cool. You know, so I was like, I'll, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take those other books too. That sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it a shot. Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, the yeah the the never ending to read pile. Thanks for hanging out with us, everyone who's listening. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Bat- the Batman Adventures issue two next time and about what issues are on the stand surrounding it. I think it's going to be more of the same because uh, those Batman detective uh, issues were uh, two-issue uh, two arcs, so it's going to be more of the same. However, we don't know what we're getting into. I haven't even checked out the cover for the next one. Who's on the cover? Catwoman's on I, the I, cover. Yeah, I checked out the cover. I haven't read it yet. I'll, I'll wait yeah, until yeah. after the so, episode. Uh, so yeah, we're going to get into uh, the next issue with Catwoman, and we're going to talk about also the Cat and the Claw episodes, because those had aired by the time that uh, this issue came out. So yeah, a lot, lot of Catwoman next episode. Thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, thank you for anyone listening very much. <laughs>